Let's start today with a nice little breathing exercise with a breathe in and a breathe out. Maybe feel your weight as you breathe again. It's almost as if you're rocking on the waves. This is going to be just a nice little, little pocket of the day where we start talking and listening and discussing some pretty heavy metal music on this episode of the Metalhead. I am one of your hosts, Michael Michelle. And I'm Grace. Hello. <laughs> um, terrible because the hay fever is really hitting me this week. The hay fever, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you were out on a festival that we'll talk about um, later on in this episode. Yes, indeed. I think that was yeah, the, pretty the, the cause of it. So if I sound a little bit, a little bit rough, a little bit sniffly, it's a uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the, the hay fever pollution, the pollen. It's uh, really got on my nostrils yeah. this week. <laughs> um, I feel as though like any kind of circuit that you're seeing lots and lots of different people will have different words for like the type of sicknesses that are floating around. Uh, my favorite was from Devin Townsend that called it the tour aids. Um, oh, God, so that's horrendous. Don't, <laughs> don't catch the tour aids. Um, yeah, he, he mentioned that in his um the empath live uh set that he put out um yeah we wanted to start this episode uh following up with a discussion that we started last week with that spotify ai dj uh you had mentioned that you had given it a try you had given it a spin yeah so i might be an apple music enjoyer but i do know Mm -hmm. other people that have spotify so when i was Mm -hmm. around at a friend's house we uh, put on some music through Spotify, put on the, the AI DJ, and um, I found it a bit unnerving, like, and mm. kind of like, for me at least, it felt unnecessary, because like the big thing I've always hated about radio, which some people love, is like, I just want to get mm. to the music, and it's like, shut yeah. up, I don't, I don't care about the, the phone-in <laughs> competition, mm. and like, have you, have you mm-hmm. like ever had a... You know, if you've been in a, an accident, do you need, like, insurance? It's like, no, I don't. I want to mm-hmm. listen to Metallica. Like, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> so I found it, like, it's 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 like, it's one of those things, I think, where it's a bit of a gimmick. Um, and it's like, okay, well, that was a fun thing. Plonk put it in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Like, with a lot of, like, the AI kind of stuff that's coming out at the moment. Yeah, I feel like... It's all, or lots of the tools are having their five minutes of fame. And then everyone's going, actually, this isn't maybe that useful. <laughs> and they're just not using yeah. it anymore. And I feel like this might be one of those. I don't know. I like, uh, have you been using it more? I have. Well, <clears throat> I can't quite say I've been using it more. I've been using it about the same, but I'm, I'm starting to enter into like the realm of diminishing returns where it's reminding me of way back in the day when you would have like a cd player um that had like mp3 discs and you could hit shuffle um or you had all your music on an itunes and you would hit shuffle all and you would just get into these ruts where they would play the same tracks in sequence over and over and over again and i'm just i'm feeling that here i'm feeling as if you know i've as I mentioned, I've been using it for the past three, four weeks now, like ever since it came out and it's playing the same bunch of 
tracks again and again and again for me. Um, and so I'm starting to see like, yes, the AI is quite powerful in this in terms of creating the, the radio mixes, but there's a limitation to it. You know, it's not perfect. I'm, I'm running into repeats and like the whole idea of this was that there were no repeats. It would just create these unique playlists continuously. So, so that's again, my, that's my like another thing yeah. I hated with radio is uh, particularly the one I listened to growing up on the school run, right? My mum would mm -hmm. put on a radio and it's like the same playlist every day, the same uh -huh. like maybe uh -huh. circulation of 50 to 100 songs. It yeah. Just gets in it really well and it's just like ah, please something else, yeah. anything else. <laughs> it's why I really like being in charge of my own music, like why I've kind of mm -hmm. drifted so far away from playlists and shuffles and that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm in the mood for X, Y. Okay, let's choose this album. I've not listened to it in a while. Or yeah. I've just got a new album and I want to listen to it a lot. And those are kind mm -hmm. of like my two, my two states of listening. Um, yeah. And like shuffle... AI DJ radio play doesn't work for me. But I know it works for a lot of people, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. I think we're both obviously, like, super enthusiasts when it comes to music <laughs> listening. And a lot of people mm -hmm. are just not, like, you know. Yeah. It's, like, the difference between, like, my, my parents. Like, my dad is, like, you know, he'll put on an album and listen to an album. He'll put on some, some Steve Hackett and some Genesis and some Rush. And he'll be like, yeah, this is my album. And my mom's just, like, Spotify playlist shuffle time. Like click button, mm -hmm. music mm -hmm. go in ears, radio click button, yeah. music go in ears, um, yeah. and that's all of what a lot of people want. And I'd say probably the majority of music people, music listeners, like want. They just they don't want to think about it. They don't want to necessarily sit and curate stuff. They kind of just want music to flood into their ears and to be getting on with whatever else they're doing. So it's um, yeah. I think for some people it's 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 going to be great, but for for the super enthusiasts. I just <laughs> I'd find it annoying. I'm just like, shut up! I'm trying to listen to this music. Like, stop talking to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm starting. I think for me, the um, the gimmick of it, the the novelty of it, um, the ooh shiny of it, is starting to uh, dissipate. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm 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 still using it every once in a while, but I'm I'm not using it as enthusiastically as I was before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, we can move on to the news. We've got a couple of news items on here. Um, mm -hmm. One that I realized we've we've talked about a little bit, um, but it's it's making its rounds again. Um, so we'll we'll touch upon it just very lightly, which is um, the the idea and now the actual um, journal studies of you know psychologists say that people that listen to heavy metal music. Uh, think more logically and are less stressed than those who don't. Um, and this is all from a, a research done by Nicole Anderoli, um, a New York PhD clinical psychologist and therapist um, who has studied uh, a variety of different music um, in terms of how it kind of correlates, not necessarily causes, you know, the difference between causation and correlation. Um, mm -hmm. But there is a correlation to those who think more critically, um, who are less stressed, uh, that uh, also listen to metal music. And 
you know, we had talked about a similar study a few weeks back about metalheads having the more most positive body image for themselves. Um, and I think, you know, you can posit a lot of different reasons for this. Um, but, you know, what, what Dr. Anderoli had mentioned was um, that, you know, this, this more aggressive style of music can be therapeutic and can allow for an emotional release uh, that heavy metal uh, uh, provides, um, as it has been found to lessen negative emotions, um, and uh, which lessens stress. And research has found that people who listen to heavy metal tend to think more logically in terms of uh, those who don't listen. So, you know, the two subjects there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's always fun to hear about these kinds of things. And I think, you know, one thing that I want to reiterate as somebody that has studied psychology for way too many years in university, you know, this is a correlation. This isn't like suddenly changing to metal music will make you more critical yeah. thinking and, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I, it's I just, definitely like, yeah. I definitely find myself to be less stressed around like heavy metal music. Like, um, mm -hmm. when I was younger and I first started going to metal shows, I could just like, when that angry music starts, I'm just like, yeah, like, like it's great. Like, get in the mosh pit, like, like dance aggressively with some people and shove them around. Yeah, this feels great. Um, uh -huh. And I feel like that, particularly like moshing, is such, like, it's so tied to, like, exercise and that, like, uh, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know loads about exercise. I'm not an exercise person, but I know like there's a thing called like a runner's high, right? Mm -hmm. Where like mm -hmm. you get into a certain rhythm, a certain pace, and you kind of something switches in your brain. You know, you get a buzz from from working out, and I definitely yeah. get that from like being in a mosh pit, um, which is like mm -hmm. kind of bizarre. But yeah, no, I definitely feel that like there's there's times when I'll be like super stressed about whatever it is and put on like an angry album and i'll just be like mm -hmm. oh yeah like these guys are angry i'm angry but it's like good angry because the music's really good so i'm mm -hmm. just like oh yeah this is great and you kind of just like yeah. i de-stress with that which i find really fascinating because mm -hmm. like for some people that's just anxiety inducing <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, listening to music <laughs> that's necessarily like angry i guess which is i don't know a colloquial mm -hmm. description for for some metal music you know i don't i don't i don't think metal music is inherently angry but like you yeah. know from a sort of a layman's point of view i guess mm -hmm. um, yeah it's it's interesting that you mentioned running when i run i listen to heavy metal music and i get this kind of a the best of both worlds you know i get the hit of the metal music but i also get the hit for the runner's high and sometimes the music will push me forward um, especially if I'm going to like a really big climactic breakdown, oh. it's like those adrenaline, the, the adrenaline hits just right. Um, yeah. when that happens, which gives me that extra boost so that when I get into that running, you know, it's almost like I hit overdrive, you know, yeah. uh, I had, it's, yeah. it's such a fantastic, fantastic experience. I had a lot of those moments. There's like euphoric little like, oh, moments over mm -hmm. uh over my last weekend which we'll we'll, we'll get into mm -hmm. we'll get into we'll, we'll talk we're, we're teasing our audience a little bit but uh mm -hmm. don't worry in good time um you know the the and 
luckily this is this is a story that's been you know shared widely across many different metal outlets um just a quick kind of detour on our news um slipknot has (laughs) slipknot has released that is the detour noise uh slipknot has released a uh an ep because as we know they're not doing any studio albums um just a quick ep of adderall uh currently out um you know they've got the main song a couple different variations of it uh, a couple b-sides on it so and it's fun you know just a like i said just a little detour on this yeah, um, oh, I've, uh, yeah. Oh, i have something to say about that about something that happened okay recently. okay let's but, uh, let's let's slow down the we'll car and take that. a little we'll bit of a pit stop we'll get around to that. okay there's, okay there's, there's another we'll little story that. <laughs> there is okay we're keeping the car going um this is this is a story that I think we've we've covered before um, and actually talked at length, but it's making the um, news again and one that I've actually experienced, which is metal fans calling for bands to stand up against Ticketmaster and they're raising ticket prices. Um, and this one is specifically aimed at Tool, because last week Tool tickets went on sale for their North American tour. And, you know, they're coming to Toronto for two dates, and I figured two dates, gotta get a ticket for that. You know, Tool mm-hmm. is one of the few, few bands that I still have not seen live. Uh, that's on my... Uh, okay, I don't feel so bad. Um, I'm not a huge but fan, for me, though, to be fair. So. And I'm a huge fan. They're the, one of the, the bands that got me into metal music. Ah. Um, you but you know, see, I've seen A Perfect yeah. Circle, so I'm, I'm kind of like, and I prefer them. Okay, so okay. Like, You've, I've kind of you've seen half the, of them. You've yeah, seen. <laughs> I've seen the vague tool experience. I wouldn't be mm-hmm, against mm-hmm. seeing them if they're at a festival. Though. I think I'd really enjoy it. Oh yeah, um, I, I've always wanted to see Tool, um, but you know, and I knew going into Ticketmaster and looking at the ticket prices that they were going to be expensive, but I was not prepared. I was not prepared for how expensive they were going to be, upwards to a thousand dollars in some cases what? in the stadium. The average. Average ticket price was six hundred dollars. Average ticket price. Um, the cheapest one I could find was just over two hundred dollars, uh, and that was way in the nosebleeds of Canada's largest stadium. Um, it was insane. Now this is Canadian dollars, you know. This is Canadian dollars, um, but it was it was ridiculous. Um, so. You know, the fans have basically said we've had, well, I'll say they have said that they've had enough and yet they're still selling out, you know, they're still buying the tickets. Um, So, yeah, it's it's getting pretty intense. It's getting pretty insane when the average ticket price was around six hundred dollars for Tool. And again, I went in there expecting it to be one expensive, band, no but support. I had there's no support band. One band, just Tool. Yeah, just Tool. Listeners at home, my mouth, my jaw has just been agape for the last like <laughs> two minutes. I don't even that's I don't even know what to say. Like it reminds me of yeah. the, when I was looking at going to the Power Trip Festival, um, which I like really wanted to go to, and still would mm-hmm. like, hey, if I win the lottery, I'd I'd go. But yeah. it was disgustingly expensive, absolutely yeah. horrendous. And I was just like, yeah. and I mean, in, nah, not for me. In this economy, where I've got to buy lettuce, you know, I got to buy bread and milk. I got to pay for hummus. rent. Yeah, true. Got to get that hummus. 
mm, you know my hummus meal. my hummus bread with lettuce you know that's a good meal um it's a good meal there um yeah. i can't afford that even though i'm a huge tool fan i can't afford that that's so insane. that's genuine that's like so much more so like did you know how much like a general standing ticket was like in the in the floor so the way that they it's all seated um the way that they do it within which feels like, like the, incorrect uh, for a for a tour gig like that. it does doesn't it <laughs> it does you're you're going to be given a seat that's going to be left to the side you know um so uh, yeah, oh yeah no i yeah, can see it's, yeah it's so like 600 you see the map floor yeah ticket. 600 map and this isn't yeah, retail either this is like this is correct the, the raw ticket price this isn't like yeah, price now, gouging not, resale and i was going to say um with the picture that we're seeing in front of us you see how there's section eight section six yeah, section 16 not even like section 16 yeah 16 is like the bleachers those are much higher yeah. up that's like the second level away, um yeah. and that is 550 dollars um and these that's... are um best available Currently. And that's probably a venue fee and a processing fee and a card fee uh -huh. and a whatever uh -huh. fee on top. I mean, because that's convenience not even, fee. Yeah, convenience fee. Because that's not even at the checkout. That's just you're just looking at the ticket. Oh my god! Correct. That yeah. is. Yeah. That's actually just disgraceful. Like I. Yeah. Honestly, at that point, I would just be like, "No, nah, I don't care. I'll go and see a local band for like twenty dollars." That's. Like, because. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. That's so nuts. I, yeah. So like, there's instead, definitely fans that are way overcharging, um, mm -hmm. and again, it's like the thing that upsets me with it is like I get that there are big overheads to touring, right? One hundred percent. It is expensive mm -hmm. to tour nowadays, especially post COVID. You know, there's fewer mm -hmm. people in the industry, so everyone's more in demand in terms of like crew and mm -hmm. roadies and engineers, uh, in mm -hmm. terms of like bus drivers and everything. Like the industry shrunk because people couldn't work people came out of the industry uh -huh. during covid so there is like a, a supply issue that's driven up the prices of everything plus just general inflation right but uh -huh. for a band like tall to like like, like 600 bucks a ticket yeah it's yeah. like that's bonkers they're not and that's the thing as well when like bands like iron maiden or whatever charge like a sixth of that for a for uh -huh. a ticket if that right same kind mm -hmm. of scale of um of shows right in terms of playing these big arenas with like don't know 10 to twenty thousand people in them like yeah. i just i don't understand how you can justify that as as an artist when i don't know i mean i would i would be really interested to see like what the profit margin is for tour like what are the band members walking away with at the end of this right because if they're mm -hmm. walking away each with like i don't know five million dollars or something they're like why like that that just feels mm -hmm. so wrong because they're already yeah. like doing pretty well for themselves you know like james maynard's mm -hmm. got his got his winery right he does yeah, his whole wine yeah. thing i don't know <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah it's just There's, crazy uh, yeah it's the same with the chili I, peppers yeah. like they're you know oh, they're, yeah. they're minted musicians right they earn a lot of money good for them mm -hmm. you know I'm, I'm happy for them yeah. they've made successful careers but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just feels so sucky for the fans when prices are just yeah, that and, obscene. And that's that's yeah, like to put this into context, like again, they're they're charging that much because people will spend that much. That's kind of yeah the I mean, the that's just how these things work. And until we stop paying this much, they're going to continue to sell it. Um, but yeah. I mean to put this into uh, context like I I'm going to see Peter Gabriel in the same venue so the same same yep. place that tools playing at um, and tickets were just under 200 a piece and that um, still is like oh and for me that was I mean Peter Gabriel's my favorite artist of all time um, so like and that is as often. and he does not tour often like the last time he toured was I want to say with the uh, rock, paper, scissors tour with sting, mm-hmm. I think it was the last time that he toured, um, which was like back in 2016. Um, I mean, I know he's touring that... the UK this week, so it's all, it must be mm-hmm. pretty soon. He's heading over to Canada. I've got some friends that are going to I think the Birmingham show because one of them got canceled yeah. already Oof. for, for venue reasons, not, not uh, Peter Gabriel mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, whole but like, side quest. <laughs> that's that's a whole side quest. But like that's that's as much as I plan to spend on a ticket. And again, yeah, it was I, from my favorite artist. I wouldn't pay I that for anybody limits. else. Yeah. There's yeah. there's there's like around for me, like the hundred pound, hundred and ten pound mark. That's kinda of mm-hmm. my limit for like a single mm-hmm. art not you know, festivals are different, but for like an artist playing a venue, that's kind of like about what I would cut off at but mm-hmm. they it there has to be a good reason for me to pay that much right i have to yeah. really really love the artist they have to be like you know like really really love them or it's a very very special show or they're very very mm-hmm. good tickets in that like you're very close to the front or it's like premium mm-hmm. standing or whatever like there has to be a reason yeah. honestly anything like- more than like 40 45 pounds for a sort of i don't i don't want to say middle of the road band but like smaller bands mm-hmm. playing smaller venues like i just kind of yeah. look at it i'm just like gosh really like mm. yeah and there's there's not even like a vip to any of these you know like yeah. i could see spending a little bit more for a vip where there's like a meet yeah, and greet like, with the band you get, you get some fancy things or like yeah fine, yeah charge for that like hell yeah because mm-hmm. that's like yeah those art that is for the super fans that you know but uh, oh I don't, I don't know yeah. that's mad that's mad <laughs> it's it's yeah let's let's move on to something less mad um just yeah. a couple of albums that that we have to keep our eye on that is being released this week yeah because it's a big um, week for albums no we, no like we, huge bands but just there's just some tasty mm-hmm. albums coming out there's a new king some tasty Gizzard, albums coming out which is good i think i'm that, really excited for this is that the first one of the year second one of the year this is the first one of the year yeah, yeah which is because they they did like I want to say like six albums last year or something. So they're like five or six. Five or yeah. six, yeah. So they're taking a little break. They've done a lot of touring at the start of this year. So yeah, new King Gizzard. Uh, we've got new Motorcycle, yeah. which I know very, you're a big fan of. Fun. I'm a medium Huge fan, fan. Of, in the sense that like okay. I know I like them, but I've not listened to them enough to like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything I've heard, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I yeah know this is sick. But I've just like never yeah. dived, dived in enough. Uh, That's we've fair. Got yeah new like catafalc um i saw mm-hmm. them live last mm-hmm. year they're a very very cool band they've been going for about two decades uh, we've got queens of the stone age if you want a bit Exciting. more sort of like rocky stuff mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. 
and we've got another one which we've both kind of perked our ears up a little bit. It's a debut album from a band mm-hmm. um, called <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, I'm, I'm going to read out my, the acronym. Yeah. Is A V K R V S T. Pronounce that how you will, because I have yeah. no clue. Absolutely no clue. My my dyslexic brain reads it as archivist, but archivist. that's only because I have dyslexia, and my brain is trying its best to make out a word out of all this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think your guess is as good as mine for what it actually. <laughs> Yeah. what it actually is yeah it's a good week, um, good week for music but last it's week a, it's a good week last, last week was week. also a good week for music there are a couple of, yeah. couple of new albums that came out couple and new uh, albums do we want to just do a quick detour into the foo fighters and just say that yeah they have a new yeah. album out uh, we've talked we've talked about it um you know in terms of it's coming out and now that it's out um yeah and it did you have like... any yeah i did have any um, yeah, did you have a any? lot of thoughts because I've not spent enough time with it, but it's kind mm-hmm. of not pulled me in a lot. Uh, and I was, yeah. I was saying something I do want to do is to dive into the lyrics and like really mm. just like go through the lyrics and everything, which I've not had a chance to do um, mm-hmm. because I think that's where the substance of this is about. Because I know, like, this is obviously like, oh god, Taylor's just died, like this is the album mm-hmm. after that's happened like there's there's gonna be some interesting like deep lyrical content and i've i've not had the time to absorb that so i think that's gonna be really interesting um but mm-hmm. it felt very bittersweet like listening to it just yeah i was getting a little bit emotional i was just like oh god damn mm-hmm. like it's yeah. making me making me a little sad um so it's been like yeah. kind of difficult to listen to but um i wanna mm. yeah shout out violet Grohl. I think it's her debut. Yeah. She did some backing vocals oh. on uh, Show Me How. So That's who it was. Okay. okay. Yeah. So obviously Dave Girl's daughter. Um, and she yeah. sung at the Taylor Hawkins. I really have almost been saying Taylor Swift. The, the Taylor Hawkins <laughs> Memorial Concerts. Um, uh-huh. She came along and uh-huh. sung a bunch of songs. She did some Jeff Buckley and some other bits. So and I was like, damn, like she's got pipes. Like, mm. uh-huh. So it's cool to see uh-huh. her have a little part in this album as well i thought that was very cool. that's great um yeah. would have been great to see taylor hawkins's kid drum on the track as well that would have been like yeah that i would be weeping i would be weeping yeah. so much but uh yeah, yeah i think it is all all david Grohl on the drums but yeah it's it's, it's definitely yeah. you know an album to check out again it's like it's not the greatest food fighters album of all time it's just another food mm-hmm. fighters album if you like the food fighters it's another food fighters album uh, if you went yeah. to their law but it's you know it's it's not one to to start with if you've never listened to them but then who hasn't yeah. listened to the food writers and that's kind of how i felt about it you know there wasn't anything that was drawing me in um you know it is definitely a very bittersweet album i can feel the band working through the loss of not only a drummer but a very close friend of theirs um yeah. Yeah. throughout the runtime um i mean i you know my proggy heart i love the fact that they've got a 10 minute song almost ending the album the second last album of the teacher um yeah and so that was you know that did my little proggy heart nicely mm-hmm. but yeah in in my mind you know like i said like like you said um there's you know it, it i don't necessarily qualify it as an instant classic as some of their other records have um yeah. 
Like, I still you know, stand by is... in recent years, like, in the 2010s, Sonic Highways, mm -hmm. I think, still stands out as my favorite album from them in recent years. I yep. really, really love that album. I think it's so well Same. done. And in fact, it's the only record that I own from them is Sonic Highways, which is, oh, interesting. you know, saying something. Yeah, yeah. it's the only I mean, one I, I really own from liked, them. I really liked Concrete and Gold as well, but yeah, no, Sonic Highways definitely mm -hmm. stood out to me. And this doesn't yeah, same. quite, I don't know, I, it's hard. I'd say Sonic Highways is still like number one in terms of like more recent Foo Fighters, then Concrete yeah. and Gold, which I also really like. Yeah. And then I'm not quite sure where this one sits. It's maybe beneath Concrete and Gold, maybe above. I know, yeah. I've not listened to it enough yet to properly gauge. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's I have been listening to... It's out, you can listen to it. Um, I think we wanted to have a little bit more of a, a chat about the new the new metal album that I think is making a lot of headway. It's getting a lot of conversation going on. That is, of course, the new Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, Life is but a dream. Um I I'm I know I'm in the minority with this one uh, because I love this album. I've loved it since it first dropped. I've been really enjoying the singles that this album had leading up to it. Um, and but most people that I talk to is like this album is garbage. This album is. I've seen a the lot worst. of Marmite. Like there's a lot of Marmite yeah. reactions. Um, I've been talking yeah. to some people about it and, today, and it's yeah, it's, and yeah I, it's it's so difficult to gauge like what the the public opinion is because it's their first album since mm -hmm. 2016 so it's like it's a big gap yeah. a long wait and then they come out with this mm -hmm. and it's just like all over the place like but whether mm -hmm. that's a good thing or a bad thing is like obviously you know yeah i for me it's i think it's a really good thing i know people are saying oh it's a contractually obligated album it was going through production hell for all those years um it's all over the place it's a mixed grab bag it's you know, it's it's a classic case of everybody wanting this album to be something different and not having a proper identity. Um, I, I don't know. I feel as though, you know, it's kind of the cool thing to hate on this record. Um, and I, I don't know. I think there's a couple like I've, I've read and listened to a lot of reviews about this album. You know, some good uh, with good criticisms about this album that I can see um, some that. I think are a little bit more in bad faith uh, mm. with their album reviews and Bring criticisms about Portnoy. this album. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've, I've seen some that. just, yeah, I've just, I've seen some bloody awful, awful takes about this album that I'm just wow. like, we are very clearly listening to two very different albums. Like I can understand you not liking this album, but I, I read one review that was just like, I, it, I was scratching my head wondering if this person even listened to the record or if they were just reading all the different reviews of this album and trying to parse out what was what was bad about this record and only talking about that um it was just i don't know i love this record i had a lot of fun with this record it's quirky it is all over the place but in a fun way um that's like the yeah, my notes, my concluding notes. I put overall disjointed, but still interestingly creative. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I, I don't think I stand by that. That I, that was like I wrote that down on my first listen. Um, and yeah. I think I messaged you. I said like, this is like Corey Feldman uh -huh. core. This is just a mess <laughs> on my first listen. Yeah. But I wasn't. Yeah. I genuinely wasn't giving it enough attention. I think I was. I was slightly distracted when I was listening to it. 
um mm-hmm. and I've, I've given it a, a few more listens since then now and i've spun it three times today and it's like mm-hmm. it's really the dust is settling um you know i spoke to a friend about it as well who said had a similar experience to me where they listened to it the first time and they were like what is this what is going on here mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that didn't scare him because he's a he's a, a he's a musician he's a guitarist and he he gets interested by that he's like what is this like and he didn't go this is awful it's like no i really i think there's something going on here i want to deep dive more into it so he listened to it a bunch mm-hmm. of times oh sniffly hay fever mm-hmm. and um yeah came back to the conclusion of like actually this is a really fantastic album and it's really interesting and i was like huh okay i wonder if i'll have that same reaction so i listened to it a few more times and i'm i'm really coming around to it where i mm-hmm. again started off being like what on earth um bearing in mind as well this is my first avenge sevenfold album i am not an experienced mm. avenge sevenfold enjoyer so this is mm-hmm. like very new to my ears in a lot of ways um mm-hmm. and i've yeah i've heard from longtime fans that like it's either just completely lost them um or they're suddenly really interested in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is it is chaotic. Like, um, uh-huh. there's some amazing, amazing guitar solos on this album. Um, I really like the one in Cosmic. Like, uh-huh. just insane. Um, that, like, that song itself, Cosmic, is otherworldly. Um, yeah. It's a perfect song for me, and I, I get emotional listening to it. Yeah, it's, uh, love it's that great. Track. Um, nobody... Mm-hmm is like that's a marmite song for me where there's like this midi brass in it that i just like i hate I, i'm just like oh come on you could have done some <laughs> real brass here and it just like it's grating on my ears and then there's like these right. like massive guitar sweeps and then vocals on top of it and this like in like the first half of the track and it's so busy and all over the place and i'm just like one of the things that's going on at this point needs to be cut out and this would uh, sit uh-huh. like so much better for me mm-hmm. but then later on yeah at like four four and a half minutes into the track there's the f- like just an amazing guitar solo there's some really amazing guitar leads and i'm just like oh i love this section of the track but this other section i don't love as much and i'm like mm-hmm. it's is i'm yeah i'm really finding it fascinating deep diving into it death yeah. also amazing like i love how it just goes like full mm-hmm. louis armstrong and it's just like chill yeah. and there's just like strings and there's like jazz drumming and it's just like yep. totally different. Um, same with like uh, the whole G.O.D. suite. Like the intro to G is just like the most mm-hmm. like, whoa, whoa, satisfying little like yeah. motifs. Um, and again, life is but a dream, like beautiful closing, like tasty piano, nice and near, nice and soft. It's very like oh, we've just had this crazy stuff and we're just going to bring it back and just like, whew, everyone take a breather. And it's like, whoa. yeah, there's there's just, there's so much. Like even, yeah, there's so much. Um, yeah. It's, it's it's just a lot. And I, I feel like if you don't like albums that are a lot, if you're looking for like a catchy verse, chorus, sick solo, outro, this is not that album. But if you want something that's just like kind of all over the place and you want to struggle to understand what's going on for a bit, this is like there's there's a lot of meat to chew on here and i'm i'm mm-hmm. i'm really coming around to it where i was like kind of scared at first 
Mm -hmm. It reminds me of my favorite kind of prog where when I first listened to it, I don't get it. It's too much. Yeah. I, I, but the more I listen to it, the more I get into it and the more I love it. Um, I I genuinely think that's like the more I listen to this, the more it's going to go like make good, good neuron connections in my brain. Um, I'm just worried because I I've, I've picked up more albums this week. You know, I went to HMV, um, picked up some other records mm-hmm. like Pupil Slicer the album came out. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I picked up a new Paramore album. I picked up mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. other stuff as well. I'm trying to see. I've got it in front of me. Picked up a King Gizzard album. Uh, I was going to say, didn't more. you also pick up Sleep Token? Yeah, I picked up the new Sleep Token as well. I've been really loving that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like I've got all of this music to listen to. I'm going to a festival in like six weeks, and I'm just like, ah, I need to like catch up on all of this stuff. So it's like, I I want to at some point deep dive into more of the history of Avenged Sevenfold and go back earlier on in their discography because mm-hmm. obviously they're a massive band, right? Loads of people know them. So it's like gap yeah. in my brain. But this is definitely mm-hmm. like spiked my interest, even though I know this is, you know, I've been told by longer term fans of the band that this is very different to other albums that mm-hmm. they've done um i'm still mm-hmm. like yeah super interested to because i don't like that if they can do something like this like what what else is that stuff like so maybe this is a gateway mm-hmm. album i don't know it's hard to say but it, I'm, uh, it could be like yeah I'm yeah because i'm i'm not as familiar with event like i've i've known of Avenged sevenfold since they became a you know a pretty big band um you know with Backcountry from City of Evil and A Little Piece of Heaven from their self-titled. And, you know, I listened to Nightmare because Mike Portnoy's on it, uh, replacing Rev, uh, who passed away. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, this album is very different from that, but it's still kind of like you can see where the seeds have been planted uh, yeah. for that. So, yeah, it, for me, this it's glowing recommendation. Um yeah, I you think know, I, I, would, I would say the same. You just you've just got to be ready to mm-hmm. to get into it and take your time with it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely worth it. I think that's that's how I feel at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's let's talk about something that I'm very excited to hear about. Um, <laughs> most of the time, most of the time at this point, we talk about the festivals that are coming up. But this time, we actually have. Uh, a little bit of an in- inverse. We get to talk about a festival that you attended. Um, oh yeah, and baby! I get to, I get to live vicariously through this. So yeah, uh, why don't you talk? I've had I had a couple friends that were at that show at this festival. Oh, um, you didn't see? We should have should have well, should have told me. I should I, sh- I should have. Yeah. No, my friend, my friend Neve was out there. Uh, she was having a, a great old time. So oh, maybe one. Yeah, I think I yeah, yeah I, th- I think I know of her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, had I known that, like, it was one of those, like, I knew both of you guys were there and I should have, I should have been like, Hey, you guys are both there. Um, so tell me about download fest. How was download Download. second biggest festival in the UK sold out for, Mm. I, I want to say the first time, I don't know the history. I heard a lot of people saying it was sold out for the first time, but it's, it doesn't usually sell out. So I'll say that it's not sold out for a while if it has in the past. But yeah, sold out totally this weekend. Um, I was going on press, so I'm writing um, a bunch of words for a publication called Invicta Media, Invicta Magazine. So that's coming out at some point in the next couple of weeks. But I can, you know, talk about it 
Um, Because, yeah, it was very last minute. I wasn't expecting to go. Um, Mm -hmm. Because they leave all of their press accreditations quite late. But that's not very interesting. No one cares about that. What they want to hear about is (laughs) if I go and see. So on the Thursday, because it's a four-day festival this time. It's usually three days. But they, they added a bonus day. Uh, because Metallica's doing this European tour at the moment, this two sets, two nights, no repeat tour. So you can wow. go and see Metallica yeah. in all these cities. Uh, I think they're playing Gothenburg this week, which is the last date. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two nights, same venue, two sets, completely different, no repeats. So they wow. brought that to Download Festival, which I think extended the festival by a day to four days. So it was <laughs> a, a long old fest. So I, yeah, I got there on the Thursday. Traffic was pretty bad. Um, lots of people complaining mm-hmm. about it the day before. So actually just getting mm-hmm. there because, again, it was sold out. Um, and usually there's an extra day of lead up. So typically mm-hmm. the site opens on the Wednesday so and the festival starts on the Friday. So people were pitching up their tents on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning. So there's a gr- more sure, gradual yeah. flow of people, whereas it started on a Thursday this time. So it's like, oh, everyone wants to get there on, on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, the traffic was horrendous so i know lots of people that got stuck in that not fun like for literally like we're talking eight plus hours stuck in not moving traffic of people trying to get into the festival insane i got stuck in about three hours of traffic um doing seven miles my friend gave me a lift from the local train station to the festival like just insane so i missed a couple of bands on the first day i wanted to see i wanted to go and see ginger i was excited for that Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to see A.A. Williams again. I was excited for that. Uh, I saw her at Ports Festival mm-hmm. recently, but I will, saw, I'm, I will see her again in the future. But I did slide in just in time to catch Haken's set, literally by like a minute. I didn't even pitch my oh. tent up. Um, I just right. got all my stuff, dumped it in my friend's tent in the campsite, and I was like, right, let's go. We're going to miss Haken otherwise. So they were great. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a short set, like 25, 30 minutes. So they played like... Okay an abridged version of The Architect and a couple of like short songs like Taurus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's their first okay. time playing Download, so that was cool. Uh, I saw Perturbator, yeah, who were like uh-huh. sick. Um, wanted to see them live for a while. And again, they're playing another festival I'm going to in a couple, uh, next month. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping to, to get a bit more of them. Again, they're one of those bands I've like had this one album from that I really liked that I listened to a few years back and I've kind of never really dived mm-hmm. back in. So I'm like, oh, they're back on my radar now because they're on this touring circuit. So it's, it's used to seem. So that was great. And then Metallica was headlining the first day. Oh. They did their first set. Um, I was stood quite far back for that. But yeah, that was cool. My mm-hmm. first ever time seeing Metallica. So I can finally say I've seen the big four. I've seen everyone in the big four. <laughs> I've seen Slayer. I've seen Anthrax. I have seen... Megadeth, I have seen Metallica, finally, after all these years. Um, Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I saw Megadeth at Download in 2016. I saw Slayer at Download in 2017. And I think I Uh saw Anthrax at a a venue in London, I want to say, like, 2018, maybe. So this Uh has been a long time, like, I've been waiting to catch a Metallica show. So that was great. Very happy, very happy bean. Um, and I sort yep, of took yep, it all yep. in from far away. So in front of this like 100,000 crowd of 100,000 people. Yeah. Nuts. Um, I'm going to whiz through as quickly as I can. So the Friday I saw Pupil Slicer. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. New album out. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Epica, Symphonic oh. Metal. Been a big fan of them for a while. Yep. Really loved their new album last love, year. Love. Or the year before yeah, maybe. Yeah, love Epica. 
Uh, seen them. That was yeah. my third time seeing them. So very happy. That was good. Um, and then I think I took a bit of a nap, maybe. Um, <laughs> I think because I was just exhausted um, that day. Um, I saw a bit of Architect set. I tried to see Evanescence, mm -hmm. but that was kind of a bit of a challenge. Um, right. And then I saw Carpenter's Brute's headline set. Uh, they were amazing, like Dark Synthwave. They were headlining one of the side stages. Really cool. Um, mm -hmm. Bring Me the Horizon was also one of the headliners. Didn't really... That, that would have been good. Yeah. I don't really know them super well. It's kind of not my era. Um, it's not my genre. Right. They're a bit like metalcore for me, maybe. I don't know. So, sure. yeah. I kind of watched them from the press tent. There was a little TV in the press tent. So I was like, right, I'm going to sit in the warm, charge my phone, and just like <laughs> watch them from here. Um, yep. On the Saturday, I saw Clutch, who were amazing. Love Clutch. Um, I saw Disturbed. Um, mm -hmm. And that was one of those moments where the, the metal euphoria hit me. They did Sound mm -hmm. of Silence. Mm -hmm. They did uh, Land of oh. Confusion. So I was like, hell yeah. Such a great such a great cover. Um, and obviously they did... Ooh, wah, ah, ah, ah. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Down with the Sickness. Yep. Which I've seen them do before at Download um, years ago. So that was mm -hmm. great. Right at the front, getting in the pit for that particular song just like because i love it yep. and then i camped out right at the front so i missed a couple of vans to basically camp out to get as close to the front of the whole festival as i possibly could see metallica right um and i was like 10 rows back and wow god it was so good i i was so happy i was mm -hmm. crying at points because mm -hmm. they were my gateway into metal music as probably they were uh, yes. with other people i was gonna um, say they were my gateway when i was gosh a kid it yeah. was like them and guns and roses in my dad's pickup truck yeah like so i got given a usb stick from my cousin when i was like six or seven or eight um mm -hmm. with like three metallica songs on one of them was one uh there was an anger and i want to say enter sandman those three mm -hmm. songs mm -hmm. um, sounds about right yeah and they played one and i as they're like uh, second last track of the night and I just was bawling I was crying I was like oh my god they're playing one I'm like 10 rows I can see everything they're doing I can see Kirk doing his six solos I was just like oh my god oh, so good I was so happy <laughs> I was crying my eyes out all my makeup was gone um, mm -hmm. and then they played in the Sandman and I was just like oh like this is so yeah. good I was so happy yeah. um, really like euphoric moment that uh and then i crowd surfed for that as well which was just like great i was like <laughs> right looking at the watch and like yeah it's just about the end of their set okay last course went to sandman <laughs> i'm gonna get someone to shove me up and crowd surf and just look at the yeah. tens of thousands of people watching metallica and oh god it was so good i was so happy um mm -hmm. very very mm -hmm. happy sunday i took it a bit slower um, the heat was horrible as well. It was like 28 degrees. There was no shade. Oof. Uh, Oof. So centigrade, that is for all you Americans. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it is hot. Especially um, for our country when it's like we do not have air conditioning. And especially because we were outside, there was no shade. And there's 100,000 people yeah. trying to get water and refreshments. And there's queues for mm -hmm. like water and everything. It was a bit of a bit of a nightmare. But I saw bits of Longshore. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. 
before I had to go and seek shade. So I grabbed like little 20 minutes. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw The Who, they were good. I saw Green Long, they were great. Mm. I saw Soen, they were good. But the highlight of that day for me, Ghost. Oh, so good. Oh, I was ghost. like, I saw them in 2017, 2018. Um, mm-hmm. And this was such a step up from that. Like, I think they were the best quote unquote headline band that weekend because they were headlining the second stage. Uh-huh. But the mm-hmm. theatrics of it all were like, like Metallica are obviously like legends. Um, mm-hmm. And that is yeah. their show, right? They are just legends. Um, yeah. But Ghosts yeah. are like really theatrical with it all. You know, it was kind of like watching Phantom oh, of the yeah. Opera. It felt like um, so mm-hmm. many clever bits of like choreography. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. It was really, really good. That's um, great. And then Slipknot after that, who, again, I'm not super mm-hmm. familiar with. Um, yeah. But, you know, they definitely put on a show. They were vibing. They mm-hmm. were having fun. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy for them. Even though, you know, yeah. I'm not a, a huge, like, knowledge about Slipknot. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. those guys look mm-hmm. like they're having fun. And I'm very happy for them. So, yeah, that was <laughs> that was Download Festival. Unexpected mm. wow. festival that I ended up going to. Um, and it was great. I had a lovely yeah. time. Lots of good friends. Lots of good... Well, no. I was about to say lots of good food, but the food was... Meat and potato, basically, was your option. Yeah. Or meat and bread. I was going to... Meat and yeah, bread I was and say, chip. We don't... That's like all the festival yeah, we food don't... options. But like in lots of different forms. Yeah. It's like, you know? Right. Yeah, we don't go to these festivals for the food. Yeah, <laughs> I was so happy getting home on the Monday... Um, I came home and in the fridge there was just a salad waiting for me and I was just like hell yeah mm. like I need a salad and then I ate a bunch of fruit and I just yeah. started to immediately feel more human <laughs> <laughs> I that oh age. boy it's like I cannot do four days of just burger and meat and chip yeah. and like baguette and it's, yeah it's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need healthy food to like survive yeah so, yeah yeah Oh boy! Well, it sounds like what an experience. Um, yeah, and that and was like that was my quick highlights. Um, there will be there will right. be more words, I'm sure. I'll uh, I'll be tweeting it out probably at Grace Host oh, on Twitter when uh, yeah. the battle drops. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and uh, we'll be sure to share the article that you eventually write for it, which I'm excited to read. Um, yeah, we can bring this to a close. Um, I was going to ask if there was any other, uh, festivals or concerts coming up for you, but, um, I feel I like that. I have a couple. Okay. Um, well, what do we, what do we got on your docket? I'm seeing the deer hunter next week. <gasps> oh, Very excited. Um, considering mm-hmm. trying to see this Sunday, the Mars Volta and the Winery Dogs are playing mm-hmm. in London. Not made as oh, a decision. Don't know if I want to do either one. I'm a little bit, mm-hmm. little bit bank bank accounted <laughs> out from, uh, from the Dallas right, Festival weekend, right. so I'm like right. maybe maybe I don't. Uh, yeah, but I have got Radar fair. Festival coming up, which is another like big metal festival here in the UK that's kind of mm-hmm. blown up. Um, it's the third one now, and yeah, they've already like yeah got some great headliners: Sleep Token, Periphery, Igor. So that should Oof. be yeah really good festival. Yeah. Um, Some really month. good festivals. 
Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, the only one that I have between this episode and next episode is the Between the Buried and Me concert that mm. has Thank You Scientist mm. um, that I'm super excited for. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we haven't really talked too much about it, but uh, Dusty will not be with Between the Buried and Me. Um, I'm going to have a... Uh oh, somebody's got himself into some. Um, his past is catching up with him. Um, so, yeah, they've got a studio musician uh, playing Dusty's parts. Um, and I, I still haven't seen any kind of like official statement from the band how they're going to move forward. I think it's just all tied up in legal stuff at the moment. I don't think we're going to yeah. hear anything for a while. Is, uh, Probably is it not. Of- Nighthill that are on that tour as well. I feel like there's a third band there. There is a third band. I can't recall who the third. I was just I the moment that I saw. Uh, let's see here. I've got my ticket here in front of me. If I'm wrong, me. I'll be sad. Um, yes, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. Uh, them. I'm. I'm super excited to see. Thank you, scientists. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite prog acts. So. Yeah. That's. I think you enjoy. And, you enjoy rivers as well. Wanna, oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. I will. I'll tell you all about it our, on our next episode. But mm-hmm. for now, that is our episode. We hope you all have had a fun time with this little bit longer episode, but we had a lot to cover. Um, let us know what you have been listening to. Uh, follow us on our social medias. Uh, you know, thank you to Grace for the fantastic music of the episodes, uh, sharing your. Uh, take on some of the bands that you saw at download and uh, yeah thank you to you for coming along for this journey for this journey Uh, yeah Uh, and we're going to leave you with our partying thoughts which are of course if you're at a festival and you see them go down in the pit be sure to lift them up put them in the crowd surf and allow them just to see the thousands and thousands of people that are at this festival (laughs) 